That night I had a dream. I drifted off thinking about happiness, birth, and new life. Uh, chemical super freak, but I still need a gun. But now I was haunted by a vision of... It. Oh, oh, my personal favorite. Had their entrails cut out and burned. <laughs> he was horrible. Mouth to dildo, dildo, ass, ass to ass. Hi, Blanche. Anal bees. A man with all the powers of hell at his command. We don't have time to meet his lawyer! I'm going to detain a flyer for enjoying his whiskey. Oh, bitch, is this in 3D? No, but your face is. You could turn the day into night. I'm a mall. I got a thing for words. And laid the waste to everything in his path. Chrissy, over by the wall. Bring me the big knife. It was especially hard on the little things. Bring me the big knife. I'm gonna cut my throat. The helpless and the gentle creatures. Give me my leg. And it's like a battle between motors and horses. Like technology versus horse. He left a scorched earth in his wake, befouling even the sweet desert breeze that whipped across his brow. It's like unbeatable. I didn't know where he came from or why. It's not exactly my ties and Yahtzee out here. I don't know if you would dream or vision. But I feared that I myself had unleashed him. You still like Italian? Welcome back to the unbearable weight of Nicolas Cage. I'm Luke. I'm Devin. And I'm Abby. And today we're covering... Murder Parents! Luke's Mom and birthday. Dad. Yes, we're, we're watching it because today when we are recording this, it is my birthday. Tomorrow when it goes up or whatever point you have listened to this afterwards, it will no longer be my birthday unless you listen to it on November 21st of another year. Murder parents. Yeah, uh, I I played the birthday boy card and I was like, hey, I I just want to do this for my birthday. And, Neat. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, twenty eighteen movie. Nick Cage, Selma Blair, other people that I don't really remember as well. Not a ton of other people. No. I think Dr. Oz shows up, and then, as I've mentioned, I think almost every other time this movie has been brought up, and even other times when it hasn't been, Brent Morrison is in it. And a scene that Devin does not remember. Yes. I also can only vaguely look. tell you what he, that person, even looks like. Joe DePressi! No, Grant Morrison is literally just the opposite of Alan Moore, where Alan Moore is a big, hairy, gruff-looking fella. Grant Morrison is just smooth as a frog. No, that that does not make sense. Lou got very mad at me this morning this week because I asked him if he thought that there had been a Joe Pesci parody character named Joe DePressi. I got frustrated because I had not even been up for a half hour at that point. And also, Abby did not know who Joe Pesci actually was. It's been like four days. I have still not Googled Joe Pesci. Uh, Joe Pesci is a man who is in a lot of like the uh, Scorsese films. He's also in Home Alone. I My idea of who Joe is Pesci is mm-hmm. is just... The man with the orange in The Godfather. That's Marlon fucking Brando. No, Joe Pesci is one of the two wet bandits. He is the short, angry one. I don't know. I only saw it once and I thought it was okay. 
I think that's Danny DeVito. Joe Pesci is just Italian Danny DeVito. Is Danny DeVito Italian? I don't know. <laughs> Basically, whatever you think of Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, there's usually a short Joe Pesci with them. Yeah. So he totally could have been in The Godfather. Danny Could have, but I don't... Actually, I don't know if he was. I only saw the first one. Oh, Danny DeVito is Italian, so he's... As I say, DeVito sounds kind of Italian. DeVito! Anyway, Murder Parents! Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a movie that had very short uh, times in theaters. I saw it late at night, Devin saw it late at night... I texted Abby that I was going to see the movie late at night. I didn't see it late at night. I saw it like in the middle of an afternoon. Oh, okay, Mr. Devin. Yeah. He wasn't in The Godfather, but he was in Goodfellas, and I assume those are like the same movie, essentially. No, they kind of all are. Goodfellas is the adaptation of the story. Devin said they kind of are, so I'm correct, and I'm just going to. With that. At the end of the day, all of those like Italian gangster films are the same fucking movie. Yeah. Okay. Fuck the Irishman. That movie was too long, and I was bored. He came back solely for that. Also, Joe Pesci had a hand in the founding of uh, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, if I remember correctly. I don't think age-wise that played out correctly. Uh, nope. As a teenager, Pesci was friends with singers Frankie Valli, who was nine years older than him, and Tommy DeVito, who was 15 years old, his senior. And in 1959, at age 16, he helped introduce them to singer and songwriter Bob Guaudio, which led to the formation of the band The Four Seasons, which is why Joe Pesci is a character in the musical about Frankie Valli and The Four Seasons. Haven't seen it. Not I also have not seen it. But I have seen the really good uh, bit on, uh, hang on, what is the uh, Scott Aukerman talk show? Comedy Bang Comedy Bang. 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 Yeah, the Comedy Bang Bang sketch where it's uh, basically the same idea except the band that they do it only has one song. So Devin, is there anything about Murder Parents I need to know prior to heading into Murder Parents? Not really, there's just much murder parenting. Mm-hmm. Okay. There won't be as many actors to talk about at the end because there's less actors, which is why I came up with a fun game. Ooh, I'm looking forward to this game. I am excited. If yeah, you think. could cast, because you could think about it while you watch it, someone to play Nicolas Cage's child, who would you pick and why? Oh my god, this is exciting. I am excited. All right, well, uh, do we have anything else we want to say before we get into this? Will this be our shortest opening for a movie yet? No, I feel like we've had one that was like ten minutes. This is like six minutes. Oh, I'm looking at yeah. the seconds, not the minutes. Whoopsies. I can't count. Yeah, I can bring fine. in the other cage news in afterwards. So yeah, All right. this can be short. You well, can find Murder Parents on Hulu. Yes, that was what I was going to say. We'll catch you on the other side after this family get-together. It's just COVID! Christ.
visiting with mom and dad. Abby has a lot of questions. Why the fuck did you pick this movie, Lucas? That is a very good question. That is a very good question. That I also thought the same. <laughs> I think that it is a wild movie that probably wouldn't have gotten picked otherwise. Uh, for whatever reason, I was just thinking about it because I had brought it up in conversation so many times, and we haven't really done any cage horror before. With good reason! Uh, I believe I remember someone saying, I don't have a problem with horror. No, I have never said that because I have a problem with horror. You, I have said, there are some scary cage movies, and you have said, I'm fine with that. Yep. Yeah. Scary and horror are two different things. Well, now we wouldn't fully qualify this as a full-blown horror either. Yeah, horror comedy. This is a this is a. What is fucking funny about this movie, guys? Nothing. Everything. It is a black comedy. It is literally a movie where a couple, played by Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair, who are only eight years apart in age, uh are parents who are very unhappy with their lives. They have two kids, a teen daughter who is getting up into trouble, and a son who is always a turd. Yeah. I mean, he's a nine-year-old kid. Who should be in school. Yeah. Nicholas Cage is having a fun tickle fight, and then your kid decides it's time to throw the soccer ball at Dad's face after the tickle fight is over? Nah. That kid deserved what was coming. Uh, and then a mysterious signal is sent out that causes all parents to attack and try and murder their kids. And, and it's bad. Happy needed. I disagree. I love it. What? I said Abby said it's bad, and I said I, I I personally disagree. I love it. I I also enjoy the movie. I think this is where we get into the difference between is a movie bad because it is something that you do not enjoy to any degree, but it can still be made well, or is it a do you think there is no production value and this is a movie that I mean, it made me want to rip my own skin off, so I suppose it is technically a good movie with good production value. I personally fucking hated it a lot. It accomplished its goals, but you did not like the goals that it accomplished. 
Fine. It was shot in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. With a 75% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a... Uh, it is a wild movie that if it is not what you want to watch, you will not enjoy it. But I think we now have a better idea of what movies to avoid and... Let's not force Abby to watch movies that she won't enjoy, or at least give her the option to red card out of it, which I think is valid. Which I did for, like, the middle 20 minutes that actually contains fucking plot. Yeah, which I completely understand, because we do this to have a fun time, generally. And, yeah, if you're going to have... If any of us have experiences that we are not enjoying, we need to be able to be adults and to talk about that. And also tap out and not talk about why. Like if we ever watched jujitsu, fuck, I'm tapping out. Uh, did you not like jujitsu? Have you seen jujitsu and you did not like it? Yeah, my roommate I watched last night. No, it was not good. Oh, oh no! Like, low production quality, or... Editing was terrible, the action sequences were terrible, I don't understand what the movie was about. Cage wasn't in it a ton. Devin... But Tony Jaa, one of the best action people working today. However they made the cuts and everything, it seemed very peaceful and serene. The way I described it to my roommate, he agreed, was it was like with the ASMR of Kung Fu action sequences. But that sounds delightful. No, but it's really boring. That's that's the problem. Uh, okay, fair. Like, like, like you never feel like any sort of like, oh, this is cool. Fair. Fair. It's like a slow punch, a slow kick. <laughs> Are we talking like Zack Snyder's stereotype slow punch, slow kick? No. Or there's just no impact at the yes. end of it. Fair. Yep. No, if you at least do like a slow-mo thing, you're at least going for a style. And it can still look cool if you do it right. This was just... A, mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, the person who I think should play a son of cage would be a like a skinny nicholas braun from like five to eight years ago who i was gonna say i am not googling who that man is nicholas braun i'm staring at pictures of him and still do not recognize him. I guess he's in Succession. Yes. Oh, yeah, he plays the cousin in Succession. Like. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 I can see it. The, uh, should he do nothing? Yeah. Okay. Luke, did you have children that you thought that Nick Cage should have? No, because I have a long history of being unable to tell what he will actually look like. And <laughs> I've been called out about this many times. This is a bad thing to look the same. 
Yes, it does. We'll watch The Bachelor, and I'll be like, that person looks like so-and-so, and Abby will be like, no, they don't. I'm much better at capturing vibes of a person, like when I say they look like they direct Avengers movies, or they look like they're doing comedy in the early 90s. Devin, who would you pick for a cage kid? Oh, yeah, totally for a cage kid. The person I was thinking of is for a daughter. I want Anya Taylor-Joy to play his daughter. Valor! Think about her eyes. If she could work with Cage and get some crazy Cage eyes well, going. That's what oh. Nicholas Braun also has kind of slightly popped out eyes. Mm-hmm. Which I think is why I was... Yeah. Same vibe. Also, if we're going for a more fun role, let's get some Josh Hutcherson action in on there, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it also depends on the age that we're expecting them to be yeah. playing as kids. I don't think the Hutcherson has crazy enough eyes. I don't think it's crazy enough eyes. I think they have good, uh, more like attitude chemistry. Fair. Fair. Some of those other weird movies he's done, damn. I would like to see a, like... Cajun Daniel Radcliffe as, like, uncle and crazed nephew of some kind. Ooh, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. I think you are spot on with the Anna Taylor Joy's crazy eyes, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why Devin wanted to have the conversation. Basically, I've been rewatch. I've been watching uh, Queen's Gambit on Netflix. The Queen's Gambit! We watched Ted Lasso this week, which was delightful. I've heard that's fun. Yeah, it's, it's, well, that was more of last week. This week we've been going back to ghosts. I've also heard that's fun. Well, and Miracle Workers. Also Also some great British Bake Off. Yes. Yep. Have you watched Miracle Workers, Devin? Nope. Is that the Dana Radcliffe show? Yes. Where's Jesus? No, he's not Jesus. He's Oh, no, isn't Steve Buscemi Jesus? God. Steve Buscemi is God. Oh, okay. It's... Ooh, guys, sorry. An eye off between Cage Buscemi and Radcliffe. Ooh, um, an eye off? Just a movie Buscemi's... where they just all have oh. crazy eyes. Yeah. That'd be fun. It would be fun. Buscemi's got different crazy eyes. Yeah, I would say it's not even necessarily his eyes. Buscemi's got crazy eye sockets. Yeah. I mean, Buscemi is also someone who you can dress up in very different ways and get a lot of different energy out of him. Yeah. I mean, I feel like his energy is always chaotic. Like, it's different types of chaotic. But Mm -hmm. I don't know that I've seen Steve Buscemi in anything that isn't slightly chaotic. Yeah, like even in uh, Lebowski. Yeah, I. You haven't. No, you don't like Lebowski. I've seen Lebowski, but I was very drunk when I saw Lebowski. Fair. That's fair. Lebowski's also just okay. Yeah, it's a. It's highly overrated. Like most Cohen comedies. Yeah, I said it. That's fair. Mm-hmm. From like the two I have seen. Three. We watched Raising Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, 
the director of this movie, Brian Taylor. Oh, so what the fuck was the ending? They're not fixed yet. Yes. Are they gonna, like, create a sequel? Like, kill some other family members? Probably not. Probably not. Though, I mean, my pitch for a sequel would be a dad finding out that he is not the father of his child. I don't think then he would... It would have been interesting to see, like, if this bullshit worked with, like, adoptive parents. I don't think it would, because I think it's a purely... I don't think it did, because if... one well, if you watch, too, what's it called? Uh, they made a comment about how Selma Blair's sister's boyfriend is not the father. She was not there at the time. What? Oh, yeah, you weren't there at the time. Yeah, Selma Blair's uh, sister has a baby, and they make a comment that her boyfriend is not the father, and he does not go into a murderous rampage. Ah. Now, looking at Brian Taylor's other directorial work, he did Crank... Crank, 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 Crank High Voltage. voltage. Gamer. (laughs) Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance, which we've got coming up sometime. Okay. Happy, which makes sense for how he got Grant Morrison to randomly appear in this, and then Mom and Dad. Are we saying Brett Morrison or Grant, Grant Morrison? Because those are two very different people, and I keep hearing Brett. No, Grant Morrison. The Chaos Wizard? Yeah. Happy is very good. As a TV show, I did not care for the comic at all. That's one where Chris Maloney is a dirty cop. No, no, Chris Maloney. But he's joined by his daughter's imaginary friend who's a flying uh, Pegasus thing voiced by Patton Oswalt. Ah, okay. Does he hump the fridge, Luke? No. Also, Abby is not seen Wet Hot American Summer. Ah. Yeah, I have not seen either you of the You should. That's, that's a good show or movie, Abby. Yeah, and then show. Technically, you're right on both counts. It is both a yes. show and a movie. I think the, pre- the and all we're good. I think the prequel setting is better. I don't. I didn't feel as good about the uh, the sequel season. I would agree with that. Uh, crank is fun. Is that about cocaine? No, it's about a guy. Oh, who, you wish. It's about a guy who, if he is not, uh, if his heart isn't beating fast enough, he will die. So he just has to keep doing dumbass shit to keep the adrenaline flowing. I feel like that could just be about cocaine. Like you Probably. could just take enough cocaine and you'd be fine. Crank three, a bunch of cocaine. And in Crank Two, his heart gets stolen and gets replaced with like some sort of battery heart, so he has to keep getting electrocuted so that he can stay alive. High voltage. And then you got the great time when he takes it's the poster of the movie, but he takes the jumper cable and sticks it on his tongue so that Jason Statham can get that mm, sweet juice. JC States nice. loves the sweet juice. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any other comments about the movie before we go into uh, ass talk? Um, I, it always has one of my most favorite of conversations because they're stupid, which is when. Uh, Hollywood actresses are playing like over 40 years old and talk about how they're not attractive anymore. Yeah. It's just like, Selma Blair, no. (laughs) Yeah, that that is wild. I also didn't know how close she was to Cage because Selma Blair is like one of those actresses who 
doesn't really get A-list roles, and so she's been able to just do work consistently enough, and I don't think she ages as heavily as other actresses. So I was like, is she like late 30s or something? No. I don't think so. I mean, she was in Hellboy, and that was like 14 she's years 48. ago. She's 48. Yeah. Eight years younger than Cage. So, Selma Blair is one of those people who, like, has done, like, so much B-list horror stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that is definitely also a situation. Uh, I will also say, while it is supposed to be a shocking moment of Nicolas Cage losing control when he destroys a pool table with a... Uh, sledgehammer that he just randomly keeps in the uh, basement. As someone who has hired to, or who has been asked to destroy furniture with a sledgehammer, it is great. Back when I worked at a nursing home, they were switching uh, the people who, or they were switching the companies who ran in, so I had to destroy all the old office furniture so it could go into a bin, and I was trusted to destroy the old office furniture instead of just playing on a phone or whatever. Nice. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, let's go and uh, talk about actress Selma Blair, then. Selma Blair's great. She is. I, I don't think she has really had a great leading role opportunity like i remember when she got into the weird american remake of uh kath and kim and it was like oh yeah no this is awful this is just a weird adaptation of a australian tv show as it often is mm-hmm. uh, yeah i guess i'm more familiar with selma blair for being selma blair than actually having have seen her in anything. That's fair. I mean, to be like, honest, she, it's not like she's been she's like been in stuff, but it's not like she's been like in a ton of stuff. Yeah, like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I know you from being Selma Blair in nineteen ninety seven, but I haven't really like seen anything you've been in. Like, the only, other than this, I think truly the only Selma Blair movie I've seen is, um, shit, um, Legally Blonde. Yeah, I've seen seven, and over half of the list is Hellboy related. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's the two live actions, and then she did the, uh, animated films, which was great. And then, uh, The Fog... Yeah, legally blonde and mom and dad. I saw her where apparently she played cousin Linda in In and Out. I don't remember her in that. What is In and Out? Ah, uh, that is where Kevin Klein comes out as gay. Oh, that was a good movie. Frank Oz directed. Frank Oz, Mister Yoda and Grover himself. Yeah. Apparently, she was in Scream Two. All. I guess she played friend on phone. 
Scream 2, also great. Is it? No, it's the third one where they do like a complete reshoot, but with bad editing of the initial Scream opening, right? Where as a, a movie and movie? I don't remember. That might... Yeah, yes, because three was yeah three was when they're on the movie set. Yeah, my uh, a teacher. Who Actually, I I, lo- I personally love all the screams, but a, a teacher who I had uh, specifically brought that up back in college and was like, "Yeah, here's the original scream opening. Look at how all the directorial shots work to build this tension. Now look at the same director purposefully fucking it all up." By destroying all the tension with the directorial shots. That's how you know he knows what he's doing. Wes Craven does know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Also, that film series starred David Arquette, the greatest of Arquettes. Now he's a wrestler. Uh, so yeah, I've seen, I've seen parts of the sweetest thing on TV... Yeah, parts of a guy thing also on TV. Oh, Jason Lee. Ah, yep, seeing all them Hellboys. And I played the Hellboy video game. It was bad. I am pulling through a bunch of these filmographies of the people who are actually linked on Wikipedia to their own articles, and it's like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen the kids in anything else. And then you get down to Lance Hendrickson, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's where it is. Yeah, no, Lance Lance Hendrickson's where it's at, but again, but then that leaves poor Abby out of it, because let's be real, she hasn't seen probably most of the things he's been in. Have you seen Close Encounters? Nope. You haven't seen Terminator or Aliens. We've already gone through Bo Keem Woodbine, so we know that See him with him in it. Have you seen the Super Mario Brothers live action movie? Do you want to answer that one for yourself there, Lucas? Kershik in Tarzan. I've never seen Tarzan. You haven't seen Disney Tarzan. Oh, the animated. Never seen Disney Tarzan? I've seen Disney Tarzan. I just haven't seen it in forever. do not remember that character, but technically I have seen it. Isn't he the mean gorilla? Yeah. Ah, okay, yes. Now now we're getting somewhere. Also, I have no idea that Lance Henriksen also played a bishop in Alien vs. Predator, but I have not seen any of the Alien movies before seeing Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, I saw the first Alien vs. Predator... Oh no, that's because he plays the old man who's trying to to like lead them on the expedition. Mm. Who's like the head of the? He's also the head of the company. Yeah. Yep, I have seen exactly Tarzan. Which is crazy because that man has like the hugest of filmography. He does. I have seen exactly one. But yeah, again, also yeah, not not fully surprised. Yeah, uh... I would not say he picks, yeah, Abby movies. I mean, same with me. I have not seen a lot of them. I have seen more of the voice acting roles that he has done in, like, cartoon series. 
Like, remember how he was Grim Reaper in Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes? No. He was Wonder Man's brother in that series. So yeah, mom and dad. You didn't see is... Jennifer's body. Jennifer's body was great. I did not see Jennifer's body. Didn't that movie like psychologically kind of fuck up Megan? Shit. Oh, Fox. Yes. Uh, I wanted to say Markle, and I was like, "That is not right." I don't think so, but. Yeah, surprisingly, the teacher, I think we've seen... He looked very familiar. Uh, yeah, he's in things. Mm-hmm. Though he also looks like one of the chefs from Guy's Grocery Games. <laughs> what is his name? Uh, Jason D. Reitman. Joseph he... D. Reitman. Yep. Sorry, Joseph D. Reitman. He was in Clueless as a background character and American Pie 2 as a background character. And, and she- married to great actress Shannon Elizabeth from such hit films as Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. They broke up in 2005, but they're still friends. I know. Yeah. Ooh, and Minneapolis is getting a movies here soon, Luke. Great. That you it can't go to. That's false. Kevin Smith has completely designed it for uh, COVID times. No, it's uh, pickup only, but you have to have a reservation for the pickup. Fair. So then, because he has like cool like memorabilia on display that you can look at, so this way you can at least have a few minutes to look at it. Is this not a movie theater? Or is this a restaurant called Movies? Movie. No, it's not Movies. M O O B Y S. Oh, okay. After the cow in that, Dogma. That makes way more sense. Oh, he's also the evil Santa in Happy, which, once again, makes sense. And plays Detective in Crank. High voltage. Yep. I, I do love just his... He is trying his hardest as a teacher, and nobody cares. Nope. Because they all deserve to die. Oh, and he plays the assistant director that, uh, what's his name? Chris Rock berates Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. He also plays Blunt Man. Yeah. Yeah, I I do love how it's just like, after him, the uh, linked ones are like, uh, one person who was in Dumb and Dumber 2, the sequel that didn't bring back any of the others, and then it's no name act or no linked actors, but then like Grant Morrison, Bokeem Woodbine, and Mehmet Oz. And like Bokeem Woodbine was in it for like 30 seconds. This looks like a knockoff Smith's Dairy Farm, or not Smith's Young's Dairy Farm cow, and they should sue. I mean, it's supposed to be a Disney cow equivalent. Uh, you're not wrong. I potentially saw the daughter in one episode of 13 Reasons Why that I watched when my roommate was watching it. Fair. That show's bad. That book is bad. Yes. I remember reading the book and just, like, noping out of it about 20% in. Yep. 
the fact that that show has spawned a multiple series, or the fact that that book spawned a multiple series television show is just kind of mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she was in night school, which I did not see, but wanted to. With a short lab man? Yeah. Joe Kevin Pesci! <laughs> and or Danny said. DeVito. Yes. Or Danny DeVito co-star in the hit film Jumanji 2, Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> oh, Grant Morrison, along with being in Mom and Dad, was also in the My Chemical Romance video, or was in a My Chemical Romance video. For which song? Uh, yeah, which song? Sing? Oh, okay. Uh, also was in Carnival Sun as a drag queen, which was a 2003 short, and was in Stingers, which was a 2003 TV show. Nice. I just looked up when Danger Days came out, and now I feel insanely old. Yeah, 2010. Yeah, that doesn't feel like a decade ago, though. My favorite is still right when they broke up. God, I loved how Fox News' uh, website looked that day. It was just like, it was like top headline, My Chemical Romance Breaks Up. Sub-headline underneath, Obama Kills More Jobs. <laughs> Beautiful. Googling for a screenshot of this. There, sadly, it doesn't exist anymore. That is a shame. I've looked for it before. It was a link to two separate articles, but the way that it was yes. <laughs> depicted. Beautiful. All right, well... And that tickets for their reunion tour that sadly got canceled. You can see it in three years, Devin. Yeah, probably. The hell have gotten bored. We'll be still making more Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Well, I mean, Which more is still only just okay. Yeah, I think that's. It's a you bend it, it is... and you don't think about it too much. It's not I fun. Like it. the, it's not as crazy as the comic series. Like I want. Fair. I, I think, like, the closest thing that has gotten to that would be, like, the Doom Patrol TV show. That's what I've heard. You aren't on that HBO Max? I do. I mean, it's all on there. Same with uh, Harley Quinn. I'll watch it at some point, probably. Fair. You truly have nothing but time right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but now that Miles Morales video game came out, because... I, one of the chosen ones. Did you get an 5. Xbox 5? A pl PlayStation 5, but yes. Is it huge? Or, oh, it's so fucking huge. Did it catch it's on fire? huge. No. Those are the Xboxes. And that also turned out to be fake. Darn. Someone wanted to make it seem that way and he was blowing his vape pen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. For the views. Is something. For that cotton. Alright, well, I think we've had some good lessons from this movie today. I definitely do not think Abby would enjoy uh, Colorado Space. 
See, but I disagree. Those are two very different types of horror. I would wager $5,000 that Abby would not enjoy Colorado Space. You know, there's a solid chance you're correct on that. For me, it's it's their horror, but those are comparing apples and oranges. I mean, Abby was not a fan of parents attacking kids in this movie, and, like, that was... They did a lot of cutaways and leaving it to what you thought you were seeing. Oftentimes, that's worse. Yeah, it can be worse, but, uh... But they all, but she also walked away after you would see that happen like a bajillion times. This happens in Mom and Dad, where Color Out of Space only affects like five people, and it it's a very slow build. Yeah, I still don't think she would enjoy it. I'm not saying she necessarily would either. I'm just saying you can't compare the two. There. Maybe after Drive Hangar we can have better ideas whenever we get to that. But do you know what we're watching in two weeks? Crudes 18! Ted Crudes. Wait, is that what we're watching? No. Oh, okay. Who remembers what we're watching? Luke has it pulled <laughs> up. Drive it was whatever movie Abby picked. I truly... Oh, it could happen to you. Dun, dun, oh, dun, 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 dun. This is what I was going to say. Like, I, don't th- I don't recall Abby picking Crudes as our film. No, see, I missed my opportunity to just have us watch Crudes 2 without having seen Crudes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that we can pick everything up from context cues. Yeah, but then to be fair, to- I have seen Crudes 1. I am not surprised at all by that, Devin. Well, and then in two weeks... Or, and then two weeks after that, we will be watching Drive Angry, which is essentially Ghost Rider. In a car? Yes. Also way better. Yeah. Have you seen it, Luke? Yes, we have mentioned before that I have seen it, but I did not have 3D capabilities when I saw it. Oh, it's true. Yeah, you missed out. Damn, that was crazy. First movie shot entirely in 3D. I feel like we're going to miss an essential part of this if we do not see it in 3D. Actually, it is one of those times where actually there's like one shot in particular where it actually doesn't look super good because it needs the 3D to pop. (laughs) Well, I will see if before we get there in Christmas for our Christmas special, unless we wanted to just pop and be like, hey, for Christmas, we'll do the Christmas Carol movie uh, I can see about getting some 3D glasses it's not released in 3D oh okay there there actually is like no capable way of seeing it in 3D anymore oh well that was a short sighted adventure yeah oh no there's the other Christmas movie too that I was that I saw they have Bob Christmas family man there's the family man Jack's lavish, fast-paced lifestyle changes one Christmas night when he stumbles into a grocery store holdup and disarms the gunman. The next morning, he wakes up in bed lying next to Kate, his college sweetheart. He left in order to pursue his career and to the horrifying discovery that his former life no longer exists. As oh he my stumbles God, through this yes. alternate suburban universe, 
Jack finds himself at a crossroad where he must choose between his high-powered career and the woman he loves. I'm perfectly fine swapping out <laughs> It Can Happen to You for this movie, which just sounds bananas. I, like, zoned out for five seconds. What what movie? The Family it's, Man. It's called The Family Man. It's possibly Nicolas Cage, Tia Leone is the girl that he wakes up with. Jeremy Piven and Saul Rubinek and John Cheadle. I know these yeah, I was people. Gonna say, Don Cheadle, everyone Oof. loves him. I um, actually know who all of these starring actors are. I mean, I think we just know what we're going to do immediately after Christmas. Because we did have people vote on this. I mean, I am not beholden to the four people who listen to our podcast. I don't think they would care if we bumped theirs back a week, Luke. Fourteen people voted. But, uh, no, we can do that as a Christmas special if that was what you would like. I am intrigued by this. Yeah, I, I enjoy that cast. So, all right. Next episode is going to be It Could Happen to You. Two weeks after for our Christmas special will be The Family Man. And then after that it will be uh, Drive Angry. Drive Angry. To Drive Angry into the new year. Oof. All right. Well, Devin, where can you yep. be... Where can you be found online? Oh, uh, you can find me online at Fred Lefett, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And Abby, where can people find you? You can find me online at Anonymous at A-B-B-N-O-N-Y-O-U-S. I forgot like six letters there, but that's fine. You can find Abby on Twitter at Abnonymous, A-B-B-Y-N-O-U-M-M-O-U-S. I already feel like Liz messed it up, too, because I didn't think there was the Y afterwards. There's not. I believe it's just A-B-B-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S. Devin wins the spell-off. Anonymous. Anonymous. Luke, where can you be found online? You can find me on Twitter at, at Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. You can also find uh, this podcast and all the podcasts that I do at LukeHair.com. Uh, in case you didn't notice, we have rebranded this podcast so it is now the unbearable weight of Nicolas Cage and other podcasts, because, I mean, that's, that's what most of the people are watching this feed for, so that's why there was that change. Anyways, two weeks, you know what to expect, when you're expecting, is not the movie we'll be watching. Happy birthday, Luke. Thanks for torturing me. Happy birthday, Luke. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Why is it? I hate that so much. I'm eating all of your cupcakes myself. All dozen and a half of them. R.I.P. Abby. Catch you on the flip mode, Devin. Peace.